Welcome to the Eat This, Not That podcast, brought to you by Bob's Red Mill. I'm John Hammond, and my counterpart, Megan Murphy, is off on a well-deserved vacation this week, so it's just me. Welcome aboard. Speaking of vacations, you know, when I was a kid growing up, mine were always a road trip. We'd pack up the family station wagon and, you know, decamp from Port Jervis, New York, where I grew up, to, you know, the Jersey Shore, Ocean City, Maryland, and for the most part, especially through most of my younger years, Hershey Park, Pennsylvania, which was always great. But road trips, when you're a kid, well, they pretty much suck, the car part anyway. And this was brought to life for me very recently because we took our first road trip as a family with my two young boys. I have a nine-year-old and a five-year-old. And uh, we had our first real road trip recently. We had to drive from our home in Connecticut to a wedding in Youngstown, Ohio. So we got to experience the the harsh reality of road boredom for a nine- and five-year-old. And, and for my wife and I, for Natalie and I, for the most part, up close and personal. It's been a while for me, but thankfully, uh, my wife was super prepared, and she was prepared for the way to best manage a road trip, and that's to make sure you have the right foods on hand, because you're locked in your car, you're on a highway, you don't know what to expect, you don't know what you're going to hit, you don't know what kind of foods might be available, and so you've got to... You've got to Pack the car smartly, and, and that's not just like not forgetting your underwear. It's making sure that you have a good, smart variety of snacks, not just for myself, not just for her, but for a nine-year-old and a five-year-old whose tastes can differ wildly moment to moment, which we'll get to in a second. But, you know, the biggest challenge when it comes to the road trip is they're boring. And when you're bored, you want to eat. And that's the danger because you're going to eat. There's no point in, in trying to avoid the fact. There's no point in starving yourself. You're just going to be more miserable. So, so pack smartly. And I've got a list of great snacks that will, that will prep you for that. And it'll help fight off the hangry because when the hangry hits, and when the hangry hits with a five-year-old, it gets real ugly real fast. And I, I, you know, got some insights from the boys, you know, on the heels of our, of our road trip, which was eight and a half hours out to Ohio and eight and a half hours back. Um, and here's some of their thoughts here. All right. What was, what were some of your favorites? Like what, what got you through that long of a road trip? Definitely the cookies after McDonald's. The apple was really good. Bag of cheeses, a lot of nuts. I got this really cool um, trail mix with the peanut guy. I started off the first dried fruit I had were dried apricots, which I really like. They taste like gummies, but they're kind of healthy, but they're also kind of not. Um, but yeah, it had dried dried pineapple, crisp banana pieces, and then it had some almonds, obviously, some cashews. And then what Dylan really loved were the big yogurt-covered raisins. Right, basically sugar. Right. He basically, liked the, they're basically that's a piece of candy. That's He's in not there. that type of healthy eat yeah. vegetables fruits guy. So we did Dunkin' Donuts one day, yeah. and you guys are big Dunkin' Donuts fans, right? Mm-hmm. Donuts in total. I'm donuts, just donuts in total. Donuts, Especially yeah. Dunkin' Donuts. Favorite donut? Um, the vanilla, a uh, glazed, glazed, plain right? glazed, plain right? Glazed. Which plain is glazed. which? According to Eat This Not That, is the best option at Dunkin' Donuts. By the way, favorite donut? Everyone. Everyone. I took you to a new breakfast place, some place you guys had never been. Uh, do you remember what that was? IHOP. And do you guys do you guys remember what you had there? 
the silver five. five. Silver five. five, little mini pancakes. Mm-hmm. You had a little side of bacon. Yeah, yeah the bacon was really good there. What did you guys What did you guys think of your first IHOP experience? It was delicious. Delicious, right? It's so pretty much. Good. It's pretty much like defines a road trip, right? Like yeah. a big mm-hmm. pancake breakfast mm-hmm. is what makes a road trip. And see, this is this is why road trips can be dangerous, right? It's that collision of boredom, emotional eating, and of course survival. But I survived, and you can too. And it's it's simple. The tips here are really simple. First, you know, just like we've said before, when it comes to eating out, like making sure that you're managing the restaurant kind of menu best. You know, one of the great tips there applies here. Plan ahead. Stock up on smart, satiating snacks. And when it comes to snacks or, or any kind of meal for that matter. Focus on the holy trinity of food, protein, fiber, and healthy fats, because those are the foods that are going to keep you fuller longer. You're going to eat less of those foods because they're nutrient-dense and not calorie-dense. It's not junk. It's not empty calories just kind of going in, and your brain's going to recognize that you're actually putting nutrition in your body, and you'll stop eating sooner. Also, you know, balance the good with the bad. This is not a time to kind of try and stick to some crazy diet or try to eat clean. You're in a car. You're locked in, you're locked into a car with, with kids or by yourself or with a couple other adults. And in order to maintain your sanity, like give yourself some flexibility. So have some cookies, have that Snickers bar if you want, have something that's going to get you through, you know, when the hangry hits or when the boredom is too much or when that road work just doesn't seem to ever be unrelenting, you know, it's okay to, to cheat a little bit on a road trip. Water. Can't express this enough, and I know it's a hard thing to think about because you don't want to think about making too many pit stops, but staying hydrated, you know, by taking in water, you're taking up volume in your stomach, and you're cutting out other calories that you would be taking in otherwise, right? Be they, be they liquid or solid calories. And a lot of times when we feel hungry, you're really just thirsty, so, you know, start with eight ounces of water, six ounces of water, you know, best, best bet is actually to try and sip throughout the entire car ride. So you're not overflowing your stomach and feeling bloated or worse, overflowing your kidneys and having to make more pit stops. Just sip on some water. It goes a long way. You won't even notice it. Look, have some smart backups, right? Have that emergency ration of foods that you know is going to please anyone and everyone. When that hangry hit my five-year-old Dylan and he was losing his mind in that backseat and anything he was offered, he didn't want. And it's just, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. I don't want that. I'm hungry, I don't want that. Well, it's like, look, this is all we have. And then Natalie pulls out of the golden suitcase, I don't know where it was hiding, a pack of mini Oreos that got him past the hangry. Like it stopped the tantrum. It quieted everybody. We had a good laugh about it afterwards, of course. Uh, Definitely not during. And you never got hangry like your brother. No. No. That was nuts. Especially when he did get hangry, that was the time we were listening to the World Series. So I was like, seriously, man? We got him back with mini chips. Those Oreos. Mini mini Oreos, that's right. We got him back with mini Oreos. Some chips ahoys. Good thing mama packed those. Yeah. Do you think, do you think you might have been hangry? Yes. On a scale of 1 to 10, how hangry do you think you were? 99,000. What ultimately solved the hangry for you? Oreos. Oreos, mini Oreos, right? But, you know, you got to have that that backup, that thing, that go-to that you pull out in case of emergency break glass. Like if that's mini Oreos, if that's Chips Ahoy, if it's Skittles, if it's a lollipop, I don't care what it is, like... Have something at the ready. And then variety matters, right? Like you might have heard the boys say that they had apples, right? They had pretzels. They had their snack bars. They had trail mix. Uh, obviously, you know, there were, there were the mini cookies and the Oreos that, that, that saved everyone's sanity when, when Hangry hit Dylan. 
have a variety and it's it's that's not saying like load shopping bags and you know just pack smartly pack small easy to grab packages keep keep the bag nearby whether it's in the front seat or or right behind that center console uh if you drive an suv like i do something that you can reach back grab in and just kind of throw it at people that are hungry and then map out your pit stops if you can you know take a look at the map and say like if you can find some some interesting or local outlets that might you know offer you a different perspective on foods that you've never had before you know when we were driving we saw a sign for waffle house and the kids started cracking up because they'd never heard of anything and i tried to explain to them what a waffle house was and i wish i had thought about it in advance because if i had planned more accordingly i would have actually mapped a waffle house stop into the road trip because it just would have been something different and something they could have you know put in their summer journals before going back to school now when it comes to road trips You know, my love for Bob's Red Mill extends well beyond my pantry. It moves right into the front seat of my car, for a road trip like this especially. Like I mentioned earlier, your food options are going to be limited depending on your destination and, you know, where you're going to make some of these stops. But you can always ensure that you can start your day right by bringing along an easy-to-pack and wholesome breakfast like Bob's Red Mill muesli or classic granola. Bob's also has super easy to pack single serve cups of their muesli or oatmeal. I personally go for the classic oatmeal cup. It's 210 calories, seven grams of belly filling fiber, and just one gram of sugar. So it's easy to grab that, you know, go down to the continental breakfast and grab a banana, fill it up with some hot water, and you've got a great breakfast to start your day. So if you're gonna, you know, throw it away at lunch or, or have that dinner that kind of like is a little further afield because you know, you know, you're gonna be at a special event or a special restaurant, you won't have that regret because you'll have a strong solid breakfast that keeps you full and it's at least one meal that you start your day right and if you don't like the the plain oatmeal like I do that's cool because they have flavors like apple cinnamon maple brown sugar and blueberry hazelnut if you prefer and like all of Bob's Red Mill's products these are made with the highest quality ingredients and are minimally processed from their stone mill in Oregon to your table or your car and if you want to be a little more adventurous and maybe get the kids involved so they are even more excited or at least at ease with a long car trip try making granola trail mix cookies for a belly filling sweet treat to survive those hangry moments. The recipe is super easy and you'll have wholesome, homemade treats to look forward to in the car. The link to the recipe is in the show notes or you can find it at bobsredmill.com. Now, when it comes to stocking your car up, you know, like I said, you want to be smart, you want to have variety, and, you know, I personally take little snack bags and mixed in cashews and almonds because they have the little measurements so you can make sure you don't put too much in there, right? Because nuts is one of those things where they're great for you, but if you eat too many, it's too, too much fat, too many calories. So I buy the snack bags with the quarter cup measurements all the way up and just kind of fill it to a quarter cup measurement with, with both nuts and you've got your own kind of trail mix handy and, and easy to grab. But if you want to keep it purely simple, you just want to run to the grocery store before you pack up the car. The team, if it's not that, has some great picks and some easy finds for you to kind of mix things up, a little variety for you, and easy to grab at almost any grocery store. So the best packable snacks, according to the team at Eat This Not That, one of them is Crazy Richard's 100% peanut butter squeeze pack. This is great. Ounce for ounce, peanuts are one of the most protein-dense nuts. And if you're on the run, you just rip open the top of the squeeze pack and you can eat the butter right from the pouch if you're desperate. But if you have time, you know, you can pull over and, you know, smear some on maybe a few pear slices or a few apple slices. And then you get that great crunchy belly filling satiating snack that has, you know, the, the protein, the fat, and the fiber that you're looking for to keep you keep you full longer. Another great snack that kind of mixes things up, Sea Point Farms Dry Roasted Edamame. You get 11 grams of soy protein and 6 grams of belly filling fiber in each of the 100 calorie serving packs. It doesn't get much better than that. 
you know, if you want a snack bar and you want to mix things up and, and try something different, the team at Eat This Not That really likes the Health Warrior Chia Bar. If you're not ready to commit to buying an entire bag of chia seeds, like I always do, but you've always wanted to give the superfood a try, these bars are for you. They're loaded with omega-3s, fiber, protein, and antioxidants. The tropical-flavored snack will tide you over without stuffing you to the brim. Another interesting take on the snack bar, Epic Grass-Fed Animal Protein Bars. These are paleo, gluten-free bars that are made from hormone-free meats and poultry, organic spices, and dried fruit. Although we don't have any bones to pick with the wholesome ingredient list, they can be a little high in sodium, so you don't want to pack too many. It's, it's one of, you might want to eat one of these and then switch to something else as you continue on. Now, you know, I mentioned in, in, our, in our trip, you know, the kids had, had pretzels. We had a bag of pretzels at the ready, and chips are one of those, you know, if you're going on a road trip, you're, you're bound to have a bag of chips in the car. But here's the thing with a bag of chips. Odds are, once you open it, especially in the car, that bag is going to be gone. Like, you're going to be hitting the bottom of that bag. So make sure you get the best bag for your buck. And the team at Eat This Not That really likes Lay's oven-baked original potato crisps. They don't rely on oil to crisp them up, which means you can get by with far less fat. If you eat just one one-ounce bag, uh, you'll shed more than two pounds. You know, every week you'd shed, you'd shed more than two pounds this year by choosing the baked instead of something uh, like, a, like a reduced fat chip, which still kind of leverages oil. So again, go, f- go for the baked original potato crisps. Also, pop chips. I know that these have become a lot more prominent. Uh, The team at Eat This really likes pop chips. Barbecue potato. Pop chips represent the perfect middle ground between the two extremes of the chip world. They have the crunch and character of a fried chip, but the calories and fat of a baked one. What more can you want there? Garden of Eaton blue chips. No salt added. If you're in the car for a long haul, you'll want to keep the bloat at bay. These should be your go-to. They're one of the lowest sodium chips in the supermarket. The best part is they don't taste like it. They've got a crisp and a thick cut and a strong, delicious corn flavor. So that will get, get you by as the miles pile on. Now, as I mentioned, you know, one of the things that saved us when it came to that, that horrible hangry episode that Dylan had in the backseat were, were mini Oreos. And sweets are the thing that are going to be your go-to if you're traveling with kids. So some of the best treats, aside from, from the mini Oreos, of course, that, that saved our hide. Dum-dums. Dum-dums might not be nutritional paragons, but who cares? We're talking about sweets and, and saving everyone's sanity in the car. They do have two noteworthy advantages over other candies. No heart-wrecking oils, which is great. And also, they're made from a hard candy. So what does that mean? They dissolve slowly, which means that there's going to be more enjoyment that lasts longer. It's not something that, that the kids are going to gobble down. And on a long car ride, you want to buy as much time as you can. And just two pops, two dum-dums, is just 50 calories and 10 grams of sugar. So if you've got to double down on a long car ride and give them dum-dums twice or three times even, there's no regret there. Smarties. Smarties is another one that helps quell a sweet tooth, and you'll, you'll be more satisfied by the time you finish one roll because there's so many. You know, and that's not too bad, considering that one roll has just 25 calories. So if you're going to go for sweets and give the kids something that they think is a treat, this is a really smart choice. Another one, Jelly Belly Jelly Beans. Ironically, the candy brand that sounds the fattest may actually flatten your belly. At four calories each bean, they're the slimmest way to enjoy cotton candy, toasted marshmallows, and strawberry shortcake. Jelly Belly uses real fruit purees to flavor the beans. It's still candy in every sense, but it's certainly the lesser of many sugar-loaded evils. So again, and another thing that you can add some variety to that car trip, and also another thing that the kids can slowly pick and, and chew on and buy yourself some more time. 
So there you have it. Hopefully some of these tips and snacks help you fight the good fight as the miles roll on. However, at the end of the day, when you're locked into a small space with restless people, and some of those people are toddlers, you do what you have to do to survive. It's an eight and a half hour drive, maybe more, maybe less. If you're going to ignore calorie counts and sugar grams, this is the time to do it. You can get back on track when you're home and have access to your kitchen. For even more great tips on the best foods to eat, no matter the situation, be sure to visit our website, eatthis.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at eatthisnotthat. And now, you can even subscribe to our new Eat This Not That magazine. Just go to the subscribe button on our homepage to find out more. More importantly, let us know what food choices are on your mind. We'll tackle them here for you so you can be confident that you are making the right choice every time. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again for a steady stream of fun, informative, and mind-blowing food knowledge from me, John Hammond, Megan Murphy, and a bunch of experts and guests that will help you eat this, not that.